Hey guys, my name is Jan and in this episode of the podcast I'm going to talk about polyamory and or other non-monogamous relationship forms. This is a huge topic for me. Um, it's probably going to be a, a long episode and I chose this topic for this episode because um, tomorrow, tomorrow's Wednesday, I'm recording this on Tuesday afternoon. I'm gonna go to a polyamory meetup slash festival that goes from Wednesday evening until Sunday and I'm super excited. There will be more than a hundred people all um, kind of living polyamorous relationships and there will be a lot of different workshops from uh, I'm not sure actually. I think communication workshops, uh, maybe tantric workshops, BDSM workshops, Akko yoga. So yeah, this is why this topic is uh, is here today. So first, I'm gonna give you some general information about polyamory, what it is, uh, what it can be, and then of course I'm also gonna share my view on it and why I decided to live. That kind of life. So first the definition, my definition. I, I don't I didn't look anything up but for me it is um, to, to identify as polyamorous means that you are open to have multiple relationships at the same time when, and that's very important, all of the people um, know about it and gave their consent. So this means that, that polyamory is a very big uh, field. There are many different forms. You can have a main relationship, a primary partner, and then the secondary partner, and maybe the secondary partner has another partner as well. You can live in a triad where you are with two persons, people, with yeah, two humans together, and maybe you live together, all the three of you. Um, you can have, you know, you can be in a triad, but outside of the triad, everything else would be considered as cheating, and it's not allowed, no one-night stands or something like this. Um, then there's some th something called relationship anarchy which basically means that those people um, they don't like labels that much and I also don't li like labels that much because whenever you put a label on a relationship it's a little bit like putting it into a box but the thing is relationships change sometimes not but very often they do you know friendships change uh, the relationship to your with your parent changes with your siblings sometimes you see each other more often than not as often anymore so also a romantic relationship can change and if it changes then there's friction because you gave it a, a label and now you have to find a new label are we still partners or is this an affair or are we friends with benefits um, so yeah, I, I like this idea of not putting a label on a relationship. 
and because I can see, yeah, relationships change, and I want to um, honor that. So, okay, different forms of polyamory. Um, yeah, basically, every relationship is unique, and you can discuss the rules for this relationship with your partner. There's also the term open relationship, and many people use it to describe a m kind of monogamous relationship where you are allowed to have sex with someone else. But you are not allowed to fall in love with someone else, which is a stupid rule because we can't control if we fall in love with someone. So this rule doesn't make any sense. What you can do is, you can make the rule that as soon as you fall in love with someone, you have to stop seeing this person. Which I think is very, um, very sad. <laughs> as soon as you really start to like someone and you enjoy spending time with this person even more, then you are not allowed to continue. Um, there's also, there are also some other people who say polyamory is a form of an open relationship because it's open, open for more people, for more love. So yeah, just so you know, different people use the term in different ways. So now um, I want to talk a bit about monogamy and yeah, I, I just, I got really interested in why does everyone live like this? Like who, who, where does it come from? Who decided that this is the way to do it? And um, I just watched a documentary about monogamy recently and they, they did the research and you know, the, our species, Homo sapiens, exists for 300,000 years. And 290,000 years of that we were hunters and gatherers and we were not monogamous. We were a group and we shared everything and like there was no reason why we kind of wouldn't share our partners and also, and I really liked like that um, idea, if there was a child crying then the adults nearest or closest to the child would pick it up and take care of it you know and it's not like oh hey your child is crying here uh, you need to take care of it like it's not my my problem and yeah I think that's that sounds really really cool <laughs> to me actually and um, then around I think 10,000 years ago or 10,000 BC we settled down and um, then all of a sudden there were there we had poverty not no not poverty <laughs> property <laughs> things like this is my house this is my cow this is my or my tools and so before that this thinking didn't even exist and then it is very clear that marriage was introduced or was a tool to connect to families or to kingdoms. Um, so it was, it was basically, you were, marriage was there to get in-laws. 
And it's funny because nowadays, you know, the in-laws are often the reason why we, <laughs> we don't want to marry or we, this is like the negative side of it. And um, yeah, so this is kind of how monogamy got established. First, marriage was no, not about love, not at all. That was, this is a pretty new thing that we marry out of love. And um, I think you can hear the cat in the background. But sorry, I can't turn her off. <laughs> um, yeah, then later we started to marry out of love. Which then meant that a marriage is not forever anymore. Because if you marry out of love and you do it like out of your free will voluntarily that means you also have to have the possibility to end the marriage again if you don't love each other anymore so before that um, a marriage meant or was connected to a decree of security because it was something that was forever and now it's not anymore but people still believe it gives them security but it doesn't because um yeah i think it's like 50 percent around 50 percent of all marriages are getting divorced so yeah that's the little background story to monogamy and you know i'm not against it at all i can imagine a bit that i will decide one day to live monogamous again but I think it's so important that we consciously choose it and not just take it as the standard because everyone is doing it and it is the standard you know every single Hollywood movie is this is you are looking for your soulmate and then all the love songs and I love you you love me and so yeah, it is, it's everywhere and I, yeah, I think, um, I don't know, I, I just want to, to um, I would love if more people would, would live polyamorous, um, maybe that's <laughs> because of egoistic reasons, but um, yeah, I mean a lot of people, a lot of women, as soon as they hear, oh, I'm not interested in an exclusive relationship, they lose interest um, which is totally fine but yeah okay anyway so before I tell you the reasons why I believe so much in polyamory I want to tell you a little bit of my, my story so the my first I had my first girlfriend with 17 for two years and then shortly afterwards my second girlfriend which like she was my my first big love. It, I felt so amazing with her, and I was very jealous. And I didn't think about polyamory at all. I didn't even know it existed. But it was interesting because she, after a few weeks or months, I, I think she said like, "Hey, you know, we're still pretty young, and." If we marry one day, and we both thought we would, 
then um, I don't want that you have you know sex with other women or the, that you feel the need that you should because you missed something. So I want to um, allow you or make an agreement that you can have sex with other women now, you know, to, to just um, explore and gather those experiences so you, you don't have to do it later in your life. And that was interesting to me because she told me for her to have sex, um, she needs to feel love, which meant that technically she could also have sex with other guys, but she wouldn't do it because, or if she did, then it would mean our relationship is over. So it was kind of a, a yeah, I could have sex, but she wouldn't do it. And that was interesting. It gave me a really amazing feeling of freedom. And I only had sex with someone else once. And it was, yeah, pretty boring. <laughs> um, yeah, so... After this relationship ended, um, she broke up with me. I, I think, yeah, I had this, this um, situation with two girls that I really liked. And I didn't love them, but I, I really liked them. Both of them, I found them attractive. And we were hanging out together and having a good time. And I didn't, I couldn't decide, you know, I, I just, I felt like both are interested in me, um, but I just couldn't decide. So I did nothing. And then I had this thought in my head, like, hey, what would actually happen if I fall in love with two women at the same time? And everything that I could come up with was not satisfying at all. I thought, okay, if I, if I have to choose one but then I have to ditch the other one because I mean this would be super weird if we would still hang out yeah um, or I don't choose or I don't yeah I don't get into a relationship with either of them with any of them uh, but that's also stupid um, so I just had this question in my head and I think then I watched, there's there's a movie about a woman and she has two boyfriends and they're kind of like, um, I don't know, they sell wheat or they have some, I don't know, it's an, it's an action movie, but it's cool. And those two guys, they really like each other, they're homies and they share the same girlfriend. So I think I just watched it and I, oh, I like the idea. And then... I got to know a person, a friend of mine. He was 39 at the time and she, he lived all his life polyamorous, basically. So all of a sudden I was like, wow, okay, you, there, this, this is actually possible. And I asked him a lot of questions and I learned more and more about it. And then I decided for myself, okay, this is something I want to try. So... I decided to live that way when I was single. Then I had my first girlfriend and um, like my first girlfriend after this decision and we read another book about it together and yeah eventually after I think how long was it two years two and a half years 
she said um, she doesn't want to live that way anymore. She wants to live in a mono monogamous relationship. And that was really difficult for me. It was sad, but I had to stay true to myself and say, okay, then like we we have to go separate ways. Because I couldn't agree to something that I didn't believe in anymore. And yeah, so maybe, and I had an, another relationship after that, but, but now the reasons why I believe in it. So first, uh, it's a very logical reason for me, it is good to have more love in our lives. You know, this is, yeah, it's just something that seems logic. To have more love is something that, that would en enrich my life. And also, I don't think you ha only have a certain amount of love. There's always this example with, if you have children, you really love your, your first child, and then you get a second one, which doesn't mean that you have only 50% of your love for the first one and 50% of the for the second one. You know, love is, is infinite. And another reason is, if I love someone, I want the best for them, right? If it's true love, then I want the best for them. And if the best for them is to, you know, cuddle with someone else, or maybe I'm not even in the country, and they want to have sex, then that should be okay for me. And this also ties in together with um, unconditional love. And unconditional love means there are no conditions. But if you say, hey, I only love you if you don't love someone else, if you don't kiss someone else, then this is clearly a condition. So, yeah, a another reason is the idea that we have a soulmate or we have, you know, this one perfect person uh, puts a lot of pressure on myself and and on my my partners because or my yeah my, my wife girlfriend because you know then she's responsible to fulfill all my needs and I'm responsible to fulfill hers and if I can't fulfill her needs then she has to live a life with unfulfilled needs or we have to find compromises and um, yeah the idea of living a life with compromises is doesn't sound really too good to me um, yeah you know there's also this this thing of codependency I had it in the past and I can see it in so many people and in, in their relationships that they think their their partner makes them happy or is there is the job of their partner to make them happy they don't feel whole by themselves and i think this is very unhealthy for every relationship also in polyamory you can have a relationship where you think oh i need this person but yeah i think to, to go into a relationship in a really healthy way, you need to have love for yourself and you need to feel whole by yourself. And um, yeah, 
so this is something that you know when I realized that it's like oh wow this is this is cool you know all of a sudden I'm not so scared anymore if this person also sees someone else because before that I, I was I needed this person and if if um, it would break or she would <laughs> it if she would break up with me um, then I'm not whole anymore you know I, I can't survive on my own I like there's yeah I think you get the point and so another reason for me is I feel more safe if I am together with someone who really believes in polyamory the way I do and this didn't happen yet but I can still tell you that I feel more safe because um, if this person would fall in love with someone else or would have a one-night stand then this doesn't mean that our relationship is in danger you know and it is funny because a lot of people when I talk about them and they ask me like hey you're polyamorous like well, but why and how and a lot of people are interested in this t topic then they say like oh but are you not scared to lose your partner and for me that doesn't make any sense because it's the opposite for me I am less scared to lose my partner because nothing can really happen um, that would you know um, that why we would break up and they say, yeah, yeah, but what if she meets someone else and they fall in love and then this person wants to have a monogamous relationship, so then she says okay and she breaks up with you. Yep, that can happen and it does happen, um, but you know, that's okay. There's, if, you, if you are in the game of love, then there's also the risk of getting hurt. That's part of it. And, you know, it's not like a monogamous relationship is um, super safe. You know, people fall in love with other people all the time. It doesn't matter if they're in a monogamous relationship or not. And they break up. It happens all the time. And the same is with jealousy, you know. A monogamous relationship doesn't, at least not always, um prevent you from feeling jealousy. I know a lot of people who are in monogamous relationships who are jealous, you know, and th the thing is in a monogamous relationship, jealousy is, is kind of equal to the fear of losing the relationship. Because if you're jealous that your partner likes someone else or hangs out with someone else or dances with someone else, that means you're, and, this, and they would you know, continue to do it, or the, then it means your relationship is in danger, because it's not okay if if they kiss. That means it's the end of the relationship most of the time. In a polyamorous relationship, that's not the case. I still feel jealous, but I know that the relationship is not in danger. And you know, jealousy is it's it's just a feeling, and it's a really yeah, it's a hard or difficult feeling maybe, but it's a feeling. And I don't want to be a slave of this feeling and 
try to try to live a life and to control people just so I don't have to feel this this emotion um, yeah and then I think it's the last reason that I I like polyamory is it's a very great teacher you know it's it is very um, helpful if you want to grow as a person and I do want to grow I want to grow emotionally personally spiritually and in a polyamorous relationship when you get confronted with all your insecurities and you feel jealous and you talk about it with your partner because um, yeah communication is so important especially in polyamorous relationships in, in any relationship doesn't really matter yeah in any but to make a polyamorous relationship work you need to be good communicators and um, yeah so I know that I can grow in polyamorous relationships because if I feel jealous it has n nothing to do with my partner or what she does and has everything to do with me you know with my own insecurities and so yeah it's it's I'm happy to confront myself with them I'm happy to feel pain in order to grow because yeah if we want to grow we have to go out of our comfort zone you know there is no growth if you stay inside of your comfort zone so for me this is just part of the deal and I'm willing to feel the pain so then it loses the power over me okay this is a little insert here because um, I forgot a few things <laughs> first the topic uh, family I do want to have children I do want to have a family and I don't think there's any problem with living polyamorous and still having a, a family you know to be polyamorous doesn't mean that you don't commit to someone that you don't commit to raising a, a child um, I can very much also imagine that I live together with two women and I have children with both of them or that I live together with one woman and another man and I have a child with her and they have a child um, yeah for me there's a lot of possibilities um, I do think that the chances are pretty high that I will have some form of main relationship and then live together with this person um, or a third person you know but it, it has to be a good fit that we both like this third person um, we'll see but just so yeah you know um, I don't see any conflict there because a lot of people ask like but, but what if you want to have a family so yeah yeah so <laughs> what <laughs> and another point was I wanted to say that uh, this is basically back to the beginning there are many different there are different forms of living polyamory and there are also different intentions behind it and I realized this what you heard in this podcast this is my view there are other people um, who who call themselves polyamorous and have multiple kind of 
sex partners or relationships, but they don't really love them. Um, maybe they have a broken heart from past relationships and they, now they are afraid to um, open up to someone and, you know, with the possibility to, to get hurt again. And then there's also something that people say, oh, yeah, yeah I live uh, polyamory, uh, polyamorous, but only until I find the right partner. Is a totally different intention. You know, they, they don't believe in this, the concept in the way I do. You know, they think it is better for their life at the moment, um, but they are still in this mindset of, oh, there's a soulmate somewhere and when I find this person then I will be happy until I die and so yeah um, I'm looking um, out for those kind of people because this is not um, we don't have the same values and we would not be a good fit um, or at least I would like to know that because um, yeah I mean it's, it's a very big difference to what I believe in and of course I can also change my mind but I don't think it will happen because of all the reasons I gave you you know I am I am convinced that I will have a happier life with more freedom with more love if I live non-monogamous yes okay I think I covered most of what I wanted to share here on this topic um, one last thing that I I found find so interesting. Most people, you know, they are not really monogamous. They are serious monogamous. They have one relationship and then they have the next one, then the next one. And if a relationship fails, they say, "Ah, oh, we we weren't a good fit," or "My partner this did this or that." Um, but if they try to live polyamorous which a lot of people do i saw the numbers like i think every fourth people in the u.s or every fifth person uh ha has some experience with a polyamorous relationships but if someone tries and it fails then it's not about the other people it's because of polyamory you know they said oh yeah i tried it and it's nothing for me but, you know, this is, you know, they are applying double standards here. <laughs> no one says, like, oh, I tried a monogamous relationship and it's nothing for me. Um, they say, like, oh, no, it, it wasn't a good fit. But, you know, why, why then if you try a polyamorous relationship, you say, oh, this is polyamory doesn't work for me. And you don't say, like, oh, it wasn't a good fit with this and that person, maybe. Or So, yeah, this is just something I, I find really funny and interesting um yes okay if you have any questions or you want to share your view then feel free to reach out to me i love to talk about this topic i can talk for hours and i, I also love to listen to other people's opinions um yeah i i hope um it didn't trigger you too much to, to, to listen to me. Uh, it's totally okay if you disagree with my view. Um, there's no right or wrong way to live relationships. Uh, that was just my take on it. 
And yeah, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. And yeah, again, if you want to reach out to me, then please do. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook um, and most other places as well. <laughs> and yeah, just shoot me a quick message. Okay, I hope you have an amazing week and talk to you soon again. Peace.